Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Home-cooked family dinners. There are many reasons to have them, from fostering closer relationships with your spouse and kids to being able to control how your food is prepared. No matter what your reason for wanting to have family meals, they aren't the easiest habit to start. It can be intimidating starting a family dinner routine. In fact, it's a thing that I hear from my friends and clients most often, that they struggle with the most in their weekly routines. The good news is that it can be done, and I'm here to help make it easier. My husband and I cook and eat dinner together about six nights a week, but we didn't always have this routine. When we first started dating, we ate out. A lot. We would dabble in cooking every now and then, and we would often enjoy cooking a homemade meal together, but we just weren't organized enough to do it very often. It wasn't until we were engaged and started seriously looking at our money that we realized we could eat much cheaper, not to mention healthier, if we made the food ourselves. We started simple, but have gotten more adventurous over the last few years. At this point, we have a very tough time going out to eat because we know we can make a week's worth of amazing meals for the cost of one dinner out at a semi-fancy restaurant. We still really enjoy a good hamburger out, but pretty much everything else from stir-fries to curries to pastas and enchiladas can be made at home even better than most restaurants. By following these four tips, you too can enjoy tasty, homemade family dinners. So get over your fear, take the first steps, and let's get cooking. First though, this podcast is brought to you today by ShoeDazzle.com. I'll admit, I'm not a big online shopper. I get overwhelmed and don't like having to sort through pages and pages of items trying to find a couple pieces that are my style. ShoeDazzle.com has won me over though with their style profile. I filled it out when I first went to the site, and now every time I log in, all I see are shoes, purses, and jewelry that are my style. Plus, every item is only $39.95, and shipping is free. Visit ShoeDazzle.com today and receive a special 20% bonus savings from my audience by clicking first on the microphone in the top right corner and entering CEO. Remember to do this before you do your style profile to get this extra bonus. Now, back to the meal tips. The first tip is plan the week in advance. Each week, set aside 30 minutes to plan your meals for the following week. I like to do this Sunday mornings right after I read the newspaper. Pick your own day and time when it's most convenient to devote those 30 minutes, but stick with doing this at the same time each week to help you establish a routine. When you first start creating this routine, don't think of it as an all-or-nothing situation. Start small so you can be almost guaranteed success. If you don't cook at all, don't suddenly commit to making your own meals six days a week. Instead, plan for one maybe two nights of cooking to start. You can always increase that as you get more comfortable. After you plan your meals for the week, you'll need to create a routine around going to the grocery store. By planning ahead, you'll only have to go to the grocery store once a week, which is going to save you time and money. How? Check out the episode I did with Money Girl to get those savvy shopping tips. But in the meantime, you're just going to have to believe me. When I'm planning my meals each week, I try to have a protein, grain, and vegetable at each dinner. I look through recipes to find ones I know my family likes, and also ones I think it would be fun to try. If you don't have any recipes on hand, there are a number of great websites, like food.com and allrecipes.com, that you can search based on ingredients. Hop on over to one of those and search away. If you want to see what I'm trying, you can also follow my pins on Pinterest. Once you find the recipes you want to use, list out your meals for the week along with the cookbook it's from and who will be cooking. If the plan is listed and posted in your kitchen, It takes all the thinking out of cooking each night. After all, deciding what to cook is the hardest part of family dinners. Take that step out, and the rest is much simpler. The second tip is make your shopping list. Use your meal plan to create your shopping list. Take a few minutes to do a quick inventory of your pantry and fridge. 
Compare it to the ingredients you need for your meals and write down anything you need to create your week's meals. After you have all those items listed, take note of anything you need for breakfasts, lunches, and snacks if you eat those at home. When making your list, break the items down by category, preferably in the order you walk through the store. That way, when grocery shopping, you don't waste time searching for your list of items, walking back and forth across the store, or forgetting an item that you missed on your list. Tip number three is prep and store your ingredients. If you're crunched for time on weeknights, chop and measure your ingredients on the weekends after you shop. Some people even like to cook all their meals over the weekend and then freeze them to eat during the week. Do as much as you can when you have the extra time, and it might not seem so unrealistic to have a homemade meal on your crazy busy nights. For your vegetables, purchase salad mixes or even veggies that can be steamed in their bags. These options cost slightly more, but if you're short on time, they are great. If you don't want to spend the extra money on these prepackaged foods, you can create the same convenience just by spending a little time dividing cut veggies into baggies and storing them in your fridge. The fourth tip is involve the family. From planning and shopping to preparation and cleanup, the goal of family dinners is to spend time with each other. Creating the opportunities for your family to interact with each other will pay off in fun family moments and lasting memories. Even young children can help pick out recipes, prep veggies, or take part in cooking the meals. I especially recommend getting your kids, or your spouse, involved if they're a picky eater. When a picky eater is able to have part in the preparation, they're much more likely to give the finished product a try. So whether your picky eater is 5 or 75, ask them to get involved in the planning, preparation, and cooking, and you can help expand their taste buds. Now that you have these tips, the rest is up to you. It can be scary, but as long as you don't expect perfection, you won't be disappointed. Anyone who's cooked for a while can tell you stories about the meals they completely bombed. But your mistakes will make you into a more confident chef. Just ask Nutrition Diva. If you can commit to trying something new, I can guarantee you will spend much less money improve your health, and have some fun tackling this new adventure in your home. Thanks again to our advertiser, Shoe Dazzle. Remember to visit ShoeDazzle.com to create your own style profile, but first click on that microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use promo code CEO so you can get your 20% bonus savings. Do you have a question about anything in this episode or a suggestion for a future podcast? Send me an email at DomesticCEO at QuickAndDirtyTips.com or post it on the Domestic CEO Facebook wall or on my Twitter feed. I'm the domestic CEO, helping you love your home. <laughs>